Hello there, folks, and welcome to a very special edition of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's IamCaleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero, and check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast. The recording date is Thursday, September 29, 2022. And we are roughly, um, we started recording an hour ago. We just recorded the Big Hero 6 episode that you heard last week. And now we are here with, like I said, a very special episode. This is the fifth edition of the Golden Capies, and we will be covering the best and worst of the years 2010 all the way through to 2014. That's 32 movies on the docket. Eddie, are you doing much better now than you were 10 minutes ago? Absolutely. I've put on a nice tuxedo for the awards show. Same, same. So I didn't actually put on a tuxedo. I'm still not wearing a shirt, but I did use body paint to paint a tuxedo onto myself. Okay, that's good. Is that good enough? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, uh, Eddie, do you mind if real quick I name off the 32 movies that are being coverable, that are eligible for awards today? You may. All right, so we're just going in chronological order here, starting off with Defendor, starring Woody Harrelson, Kick-Ass, starring noted hunk Aaron Taylor Johnson, The Losers, starring several people, including Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Chris Evans, Mm -hmm. blanked on him for some reason, Uh, Iron Man 2, starring Robert Downey Jr., Jonah Hex, starring Josh Brolin? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay glad I'm not going crazy there Scott Pilgrim vs. the World starring Michael Sarah, Megamind starring Will Ferrell The Green Hornet starring Seth Rogen Super starring Dwigged Rain Wilson Thor starring Chris Hemsworth X-Men First Class starring James McAvoy among many others Green Lantern starring Ryan Reynolds Captain America First Avenger, also starring Chris Evans. Chronicle, starring Michael B. Jordan, Dane DeHaan, and some third guy whose name escapes me right now. Doesn't matter. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, starring Nicolas Cage. The the great Nicolas Cage. Yes, exactly. Exactly. The Avengers... Starring many, including Chris Hemsworth. Well, many we just already mentioned, actually. Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., a uh, lot. Chris Evans, um, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo yeah. Scarlett um, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Renner. So hmm. many people there. Amazing Spider-Man, starring Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Dark Knight Rises, starring Christian Bale for the last time as a hero so far. Dread, starring noted sack of shit Carl Urban. (laughs) G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's a rock vehicle right there for sure, along with Bruce Willis as well. Oh, yeah. Iron Man 3. Yes, Iron Man 3, Robert Downey Jr. 
Man of Steel, Henry Cavill. The Lone Ranger, Armand Hammer. Noted cannibal. And noted timeshare salesman. Yes, yes. <laughs> at, at the Cayman Islands. Uh, <laughs> the Wolverine starring the immortal Hugh Jackman. Kick-Ass 2, also starring noted hunk Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Thor The Dark World, also starring Chris Hemsworth. RoboCop, starring Joel Kinnaman. Yep. Captain America Winter Soldier, also starring Chris Evans. Amazing Spider-Man 2, once again, starring Gwen, or Gwen Stacy. Uh, no. <laughs> Emma Stone. Emma Stone and uh, Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Also, BJ Novak has a small part. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past, starring many people among them. Um, James McAvoy, uh, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, just many. Uh, of course, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt, my god. Yeah, um, Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Vin Dave Diesel. Bautista, Zoe Saldana. Yes, Zoe Saldana. Bradley Cooper. Yes, Bradley Cooper. Yep. J- Josh Brolin cameo. Yes, yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who voiced the turtles again? Johnny Knoxville. And didn't Drake Bell also voice one of them as well? Maybe. But uh, much more famous is our boy William Fishner. Yes, William Fish. Much more famous. Actually, the uh, most recent memory I have of Drake Bell doing anything of note was when Bruce Jenner transitioned and Drake Bell said, I'm still calling you Bruce. You can imagine that didn't go over well. No, that's rude. Yeah, you can, and maybe maybe Drake Bell things right now. I mean, I guess we still well, we we for the purposes of the pod the movie we've called uh, Elliot Page Ellen Page because at the time that was the person's name. That was her name. Their name, yes, yeah. Yeah, and if, um, if the Elliot's in the future movie, we will not be like uh, Drake Bell. Yeah, no, exactly. Sin City two. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Josh Brolin? Josh Brolin and uh, Mickey yeah. Rourke. Yes, yeah. And Big Hero 6, uh, Scott Adsit, uh, T.J. Miller, a bunch of voice actors. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. And that's the criteria that we are going with today. And we just want to wish everyone a happy October 19th. <laughs> <laughs> Seen any good scary so- movies lately? Yeah, scary movies. Uh, probably by the time this episode comes out, I will have seen Halloween Ends. I'm probably just going to watch it on Peacock. It doesn't look that good. I'm going to see it on Peacock because my goal... I mean, spoiler alert for the end of the year award episode. Uh, John's trying to see over 100 movies in theater. I'm not foolish enough to even try to compete with that. Uh, I do love to compete with John. I'm not going to try. That's a fool's errand. Um, I'm going for 40... As of now, I believe I have 28, but I also want 10 on streaming. Could be movies that uh, were in theater and then went to streaming. Like I'm going to do DC Super Pets here shortly, maybe this weekend if I can find time. But uh, Halloween will be on there. So I'm trying to get for 50 new movies this year. Or Gray Man, which was made just for (laughs) streaming. But that's 
That's my thing. So 50 movies in a year, that would be my personal best. Um, so I'm going to have quite a variety to choose from. But uh, I'm seeing Smile on Saturday. No, Friday. Probably Friday. I'm going to sh- try for Friday. And then so uh, I'm, I'll probably see Halloween yeah. on streaming like you. I am going to see Smile on Friday as well. Their viral uh, marketing is – I'm excited because their viral marketing was brilliant. Oh, it was very cool. Yeah, the Creepers just out there smiling in the middle of A's games. <laughs> there was one at the Yankee game too. Yeah, yeah. Golly. Um, <laughs> I wonder what they get paid okay, real... to just sit, sit there behind home plate with a big grin on their face the whole game. Yeah, the hardest part would be not blinking. I'm pretty sure they blink. They are still real people. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, real quick, I, I just want to... Real quick, sorry. I would have loved... I would have loved it if one of the pitchers in a game had a bad game, and he was like, this dude behind home plate, he just kept smiling, and I couldn't couldn't shake him off. <laughs> But no, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I don't want to worry you, but the pilot is actually in the audience tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real quick, the top-rated movies that we had in this half decade. Also, by the way, I want to shout out our guest that helped contribute to this half decade. Absolutely. Uh, starting with Iron Man 2, Simon Cotton. Let's see here. Josh Davis came on for The Wolverine. And Days of Future Brian, Past. Well, I was going to get to that. Wow. Brian Kinsella came on for Captain America Winter Soldier. Simon Cotton came back for Amazing Spider-Man 2. And Josh Davis came back for X-Men Days of Future Past. So thank you, gentlemen. Your uh, contributions are greatly appreciated. I would mail out Golden Capies to you, but I just can't be bothered. That's fair. Yeah. All righty. by the way, by the way, real quick, I want to go over their little averages on what they rated stuff when they appeared on the half decade. Simon gave Iron Man 2 a 6, and Simon also gave Spider-Man, an amazing Spider-Man 2. Why did we not have Simon on for, oh, never mind. We had yeah, him on he missed for the, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, we didn't have him on for the first one because the times didn't line up. He gave Amazing Spider-Man 2 a 5. Brian gave Winter Soldier a 9. Josh gave Wolverine an eight and a half, and he gave Future Days of Future Past a nine. So, once again, thank you guys for coming on. Um, let's see here. The lowest rating I gave a movie on this half decade. Wow. Uh, I gave a two and a half to Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, and I also gave a two and a half to Jonah Hex. Yeah, I gave a two to Jonah Hex. Give a three to Green Lantern. Give a three to Lone Ranger. You gave, you gave uh, a two to Ghost Rider. Yeah, of two to Ghost Rider. Spirit of Vengeance. A two to RoboCop. And I even bumped up the original RoboCop by a half point. It was that bad. <laughs> uh, let's see, three to Lone Ranger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that's all the bad grades. So. High grades, I gave a 9.5 to Winter Soldier. You gave a 9 to Winter Soldier. That was your highest rating. You also just gave a 9 to Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. I gave Big yeah, Hero 6. A 9 to Kick-Ass. That was I gave a 9 grade. to Kick-Ass. You did? Yeah. Okay. And I also gave that an 8.5. 
Yeah. Dark Knight Rises, I gave an eight and a half. That was up there. Avengers, we both gave eight and a half. Uh, yep. First Class, yep. I gave an eight and a half. Scott yep. Pilgrim, eight and a half. Iron Man 2, eight and a half. This is a pretty good half decade for the most part. Some lows, but some for highs. Are Even the, I mean, the bad ones, they're more forgettable than they are bad, which I guess is a good thing. Oh, Days of Future Past, I gave a nine. And Guardians, I gave a nine. Yeah. Winter You've been giving out nines like candy, dude. Well, they've earned them. No tens yet. I have yet to give out the perfect ten. Do, 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 do. You gave Sorry. out one for uh, Batman Returns, but uh, yeah. none since. No, I gave I gave Batman Returns oh, wait, no, a ten. And Dark Knight. I gave the Dark Knight a perfect ten. That's why there's an asterisk next to the ten. I gave that a nine and a half, but uh, yeah, damn good. Yeah. Especially because I had William Fitchner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the banker. Hey, there's no movie without the banker in the beginning. Exactly. I mean, there probably exactly. could be, but uh, it was a great reveal. Well, that that was, uh, yeah. Dude, it was a great reveal. And I think with that, we should go into the best and worst villain Ooh, to start. with a good one. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, do you want to go worst first or best first? Um, I feel like we should get the worst out of the way. Okay. Well, I have some, uh, I have some, some honorable mentions. Oh yeah. Go ahead. List them off, man. So we have uh Mandarin, just a big wasted opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, Shredder. Is he a robot? I don't know, but <laughs> it could, it was just some guy should have been William Fitchner controlling the robot. I'll tell you that much. Um, I gave a special honorable mention, the tandem of Electro and Green Goblin. Uh, oh. Electro, uh, I just, the power was too goofy, uh, didn't come off well. Green Goblin, the fact that they shoehorned him and Peter's friends was not well done at all. And he looked terrible at the end. Um, this one almost won. Was the Dark Elf? He was very close to taking oh, home the, really? the the worst really? villain. He was very close, but I had to go with the Devil from Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> you're the Devil, <laughs> and he just got his ass kicked the whole movie. Like you're supposed to be the antithesis antithesis of evil, and you just got your ass beat all up and down the movie. Like you were yeah. not much of a threat. Uh. I mean, the Dark Elf is probably worse, especially because he was in a much more high-profile movie, but this is the devil. It's supposed to be the the ultimate evil, and you got beat up by Nicolas Cage. Now, granted, if anyone was going to kick the devil's ass, it would be Nicolas Cage, but come on. Like, put up a fight, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. It was a terrible movie, so... though. It's funny because this talk, you didn't change my worst villain because my worst villain is the Dark Elf. That's fair. Okay, this like this is high profile. This is an MCU movie. We're we're working towards an Avengers sequel right now, and this is the best we came up with. Terrible. Especially after you know, a really good villain in the first one. And you know, this is our follow-up. What's what are we doing here? So yeah, 
I'm giving my uh, golden capy for worst villain to the Dark Elf for being so damn forgettable. He was forgettable. And so damn placeholder. Yeah. Just like, this could have been a, a guy named Scott. Like, yeah. Yeah. How about best villain? Well, a uh, couple honorable mentions. I've got uh, mm-hmm. Winter Soldier as an honorable mention. Definitely mm-hmm. not a placeholder. Very memorable. Uh, some great action yes. scenes with him. Also, uh, Bolivar Trask I gave some love to. Uh, I mean, he's racist against mutants, but the great thing with X-Men is it's like you kind of understand it at least because there are some yeah. that definitely are dangerous. Like, it's a valid concern, but it's also kind of racist, but it's a valid concern. It's a very fine line, but, uh, yeah, he just wants to exterminate them all, very uh, Hitler-esque. And whenever you get compared to Hitler, you're a great villain. But oh, uh, sure. I had to go – I don't know how – I don't know. This this might be a little controversial for number one, but for a large portion of the movie, he won. Like, he was victorious. I wish they'd changed a little bit about it. We went into that, if you go back and listen to that movie. But I went with Bane as number one. Uh, I liked the fight scenes with him. I mean, I, I he looked cool. I'm a big Bane fan. They did him some. They did him justice. I, you know, again, I wish they would have changed something. The bomb and everything. We talked about it. We don't need to get into it, but... Uh, we could have done it a little bit differently, but I can't ignore the fact that he was in control of the city and for like six months. So uh, not many villains can actually can win, and he won uh, until he lost, but he was winning for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. And he killed the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, he, he did kill the Gotham Knights, yeah, except for right. Heinz Ward. Yeah. Well. Um, so Bane was your number one. Bane's your best villain. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know. It's it's controversial. No, you're but, no, uh, you're a word. It's like, your golden cape. You give it out as you wish, man. Like it's not mine. That's yours. All right. Well, there. Yeah, it's Bane. It's Bane. You I mean, don't have look, to. He, you don't. He, I mean, on the screen, he was victorious for a large portion of the film. The whole third act, it's like Bane won. He just yeah. chose to dick around, and then he lost. But that's what I would have changed about the movie. But I can't ignore that he won. Yeah, I hear you. Well, my best villain, and I actually had someone written down until we got to talking about these other villains. But I had to change my mind, because here's the thing. Sometimes the best villains have, like, at least a little bit of justification. And this is one, like, you know, he felt kind of othered. First off, I do want to shout out Ronan the Destroyer. He was my best villain before I changed my mind. Um, just, I mean, this guy was going to step to Thanos. Like, he had I no fear. I hated Ronan. I changed my mind. Okay, I'm allowed to change my okay. mind. Sorry, pal. Why would you point that out? I was surprised. <sighs> you can change your mind. That's okay. I changed my mind on yeah. RoboCop like two years after I reviewed the movie. Good. So. Good. I mean, I just bumped up half a point, but, you know, it's, it's still a mind yeah. ch- it's still technically a mind change. Anyway, best villain. This man had some justification because he lived in a community and he felt othered. Like he just didn't quite compare. 
And my best villain goes to Loki, specifically in the first Thor film. That's a good pick. Loki was great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we want to kind of go towards one of the other categories that aren't quite as popular. Uh, best and worst song or soundtrack. Uh, worst song. Let's knock that out real quick. You had to you had to scrounge for one. I had to scrounge for one as well. Yeah. Uh, so worst song. I'll, I'll, I'll preface this. I like the song. Yeah. But where they put it in the movie, it didn't fit at all. And I went with uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus in the movie RoboCop. You're doing an action scene where RoboCop's shooting people. I mean, it's just sparring. And it's like, as I'm watching RoboCop shoot people, it's like, you're lady, you're lady. Like, no, no, I'm out. That doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. It, that, that's, a, that's a very, that doesn't mix at all. And what's funny yeah. is, like, that same song was in a baby driver scene, which it did fit. And it is a great song, but eh, it just doesn't fit there. If I'm RoboCop and I'm shooting people, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not... It's not a live action. I mean, it's you know, it's not like they were dying because it was just a training session. But I don't know that yodeling. No, didn't yeah. work for me, pal. Yeah, it doesn't work for me, brother. No. Uh, worst song. Again, I like this song, but it's, eh, it felt so weird, and it kind of spoke to the misbalance that Amazing Spider-Man Two had. Gone, gone, gone. I felt Phillips. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like the song. I, hell, I have it saved in my phone. <laughs> it pops up on shuffle every three months, and I'm like, let's play this out. Let's hear this out. Yeah. And I don't regret it. Uh, best song or soundtrack? Uh, I have a feeling we could probably just say this on the count of three. Yeah, we have not discussed this, but uh, I'm, I'm confident that you'll have picked the same as me. So yeah. one, two, three. Guardians of Guardians the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, okay, let's go to most surprising and uh, most disappointing films as well. So this is kind of independent of ratings. Uh, this is entirely like an expectation thing. And I'm going to start with my most disappointing. And I mean, this look, I knew about several of these films and I knew their reputation and I knew they were bad. Like I knew about Jonah Hex and Green Hornet, and Green Lantern, and Ghost Rider. And I almost gave it to Ghost Rider. But this movie was just like the definition of disappointment. Like, this might be the most disappointing film we've ever done. And I am referring to the 2014 remake of RoboCop. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Um, I got... Three picks. I, I as I'm saying this right now, I still don't know what my main one will be. Um, I mean Thor two, that's an honorable mention. I mean MCU still getting momentum. It's and Thor one was so good. To follow it up with that was rough. Uh, Iron Man three, I picked that as an honorable mention. Uh, same deal with Thor. But yeah, I got to go with RoboCop. The first one was so great, and like they made so many mistakes right out the gate, and it's like immediately when it was PG-13, it's like you guys, you don't know what the hell you're doing, and <laughs> eh, bad. 
Yeah. Bad. All right. Most surprising film. Um, again, this movie had a very good reputation and this speaks to just, you know, how much it impressed me, but this movie that I'm going to go with in particular is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. Like more people, like honestly, more people should see this film. Yeah, no, I, I, that was mine as well. I, I still see things today where it's like, how did this movie not make a ton of money? Like this movie was great. And I agree. I really, really enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, honorable mention Sin City 2. Not as bad as uh, really? I, I thought going in. I mean, if, you know, look, the oh. first one is far superior, but uh, yeah. this one is worth a watch. Uh, you know, I especially for an honorable... uh, one character and what yeah. she is wearing, or rather not wearing. Yes. I do want to give one particular honorable mention to Super. Oh, that's Almost... a good one. It's a good one. Almost got it, but just, ah, Scott Pilgrim, that just speaks to how good Scott Pilgrim was. No, Super was super's a good one. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> screw it. Uh, best and worst love interest. Uh, worst love interest. I'll let you get started. Oh, I'm, hold on. I forgot an honorable mention was uh, for for best villain was um, yeah. Callahan, actually, from our movie last week. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, micro, the Microbots was really cool. I, I really liked that. I didn't talk about that enough on Big Hero 6, but the Microbots stuff was really cool and really well done. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, best and worst love interest. I'll start with the... Mm, let's start with the best. Let's start on a high note. What? Okay, all right, cool. Uh, we might have the same one. For the best love interest? Yeah. What is yours? I don't know if we will. Well, I'll let you start, and then I'll tell you whether or not we have the same one. Well, honorable mention goes to Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy from mostly Spider-Man. Never mind. Mostly Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 1. But my pick is uh, Star-Lord and Gamora. I, I I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was okay. not typical when they do the, uh, what are the kids, the, she does the, um, he's listening to the music and then he tries to kiss her and she beats him up. It was all really well done. It was fun. Yeah. It was a very fun movie and a very fun love interest story. Okay. That's fair enough. I actually went Gwen Stacy on this one and mainly because... Okay, look, Gamora is a trained fighter and everything. Gwen Stacy is not a trained fighter. She's super smart. She's very uh, tech-savvy and everything, but she helped out. You know what I'm saying? Without actually, you know, getting in hand-to-hand combat, she did what she could. She was um, very strong. Now, this award mostly is given to her for her efforts in the first Amazing Spider-Man and not the second one, but either way, I'm going Gwen Stacy. All right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, worst, I have... <laughs> uh, I think this should be obvious, but I'm going to let you start. I don't know if it is. Uh, I kind of went a little off the beaten path, but I think you'll agree with me. I went with Vern and April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, look, Michael Bay... What movie did, yeah. what year did this come out? Twenty two yeah, two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen, yep. what are we still doing, you know, showcasing women's asses in the movies and like pointing it out? I mean, look. 
I would never watch a movie like Sin City and objectify the lead, the, the the main female villain in that. That's just not me. Um, we've we've uh, we've evolved past that. But uh, but apparently Michael Bay is not, and in 2014 he's still doing like. Yeah, look at that ass, and like I, I guess I would never do that. I would never point out like a pair of breasts that are nice looking. That's that's gross, and it's uh, we've yeah. evolved beyond that as men. Yeah, for sure. Worst love interest. I think this is obvious, and I can't believe you didn't go with this, but uh, a good relationship doesn't usually start with rape. Well, Ellen that's, Page. That's fair. <laughs> Ellen Page in Super. That's your worst love interest right there. She did rape Dwight, yes. She did. Oh, uh, we've got two awards left. We want to save Hero for last, so let's go best and worst death. I'll let you get started. All right, worst death. Well... Dude, John just got shot. Wait, what? Like, Johnny in Sin City 2 just got shot. That was bad. Uh... It's very anticlimactic. Was that, that your pick? That's the first one that came to mind, so I was like, yeah, that's got to be the one. He did just get shot, but he beat him in poker, so that's something. Yeah, and then he got shot. I went with Gwen Stacy. Not because Ooh, the death okay. was bad. The death itself was cool, but the, uh, the movie... I mean, we talked a lot about how Amazing Spider-Man 2 could have been way better, but... Uh, they to have Green Goblin be the one to kill her when he just shows up at the end of the movie. Ah, that was. I mean, here's okay. Uh, not to you know repeat what we said, but you know Green Goblin should have been inter. I mean, he was introduced in this movie, but like the Harry and Peter relationship we talked about, they should have talked about how they were friends as kids, maybe at least done something. And he shouldn't have turned to Green Goblin until the third movie, which never even happened, and then killed Gwen Stacy. I think that would have been a little bit better, because this way it's like, this dude just shows up, and it's like, yep, Gwen's dead, I killed her, this villain who you've known for ten minutes. Like, it's it's one of the most famous scenes in comic book history, and the way they shot it in film was, nah, not well done. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, best death, however. This this was dramatic as hell. It looked freaking painful. It was they had the music behind it just right and everything. Big Daddy and Kick Ass. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Also, real quick, I forgot to honorable mention to Why Do We Fall by Hans Zimmer from the Dark Knight Rises soundtrack. Like, that song is so good, I literally have it on my playlist at the gym. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Best Death, and that was yours. I, I've i got, um, there's one that was, I can't decide, honestly. I, 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 I have one that was done, was shot really, really well, and I have another one that was just so badass. I'll let you pick. Do you want the one that was cinematically great, or the one that's just cinematically badass which should i'm more of a i'm more of a badass guy myself so let's go badass okay then my honorable mention was uh sebastian shaw getting a coin pushed through his head oh my god uh the way 
Eric turned into Magneto when he put on that helmet and you could hear Professor X's voice fade out. That was awesome. The coin going right through his head. He's like, I agree with everything you said, but you killed my mom. And that was awesome. But we went badass. So Judge Dredd using the slow-mo to kill Mama was (laughs) so awesome. Where she's falling like 30 stories for 15 minutes and just splatters on the ground. I mean, it's hard to beat that. That's pretty cool. Uh, I saw actually Carl Urban, even though the movie didn't make any money, he said he wanted to play Judge Dredd again, and uh, I am all for that. Yeah, I'm not opposed. It's tough when they don't make money. That's a hard sell for Hollywood. Yeah, pretty much. We do live in a capitalist society. Mm -hmm. But Carl Urban's much more of a bigger star now because of the boys, so it could happen. Yeah. If you casted a big-name villain, you might be able to convince people. Yeah, maybe. I mean, hell, The Punisher got a reboot in 08. That's true. The first one, yeah. I don't think, made, made much money. It's a soft reboot, yeah. I think. Uh, I think it's a nice hard reboot, a nice throbbing reboot. All right. <laughs> okay. Best and worst hero, the main event. The main event, folks. Worst hero. This guy was an ass clown. He was a spoiled rich kid. He's inherently unlikable. And all that would be okay. And that's just the actor. <laughs> yeah, that's just the actor. Uh, Britt Reed, played by Seth Rogen in The Green Hornet. That's your worst hero right there. Yeah, that's mine as well. I had uh, honorable mentions to Robocop and Green Lantern, but uh, yeah, it's absolutely... Uh, I, I... I was about to give it to uh, Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan, and then I remembered, oh wait, Seth Rogen. I mean, if we did worse CGI, which maybe we could, uh, that the Green Lantern mask wins. Uh, yeah, and that's that's that that that's uh, uh, Reagan versus Gold uh, Barry Goldwater. I mean, that's like a complete annihilation uh, of a you know category. But uh, yeah, oh, I hear you. Um, How about best hero? Well, it's tough. We had a lot. I yeah. had, uh, this is kind of lazy, but one of my honorable mentions was just Avengers. <laughs> I liked all of them. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, I liked I won't all. allow it. Yeah. I won't allow you to give the award to an ensemble. No, no, that's that's just an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, my other honorable mention uh, is Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, I could oh. get... Speaking of, I am so sorry, honorable mention, best death, General Zod. Oh, with the neck snap yeah superman straight up snapped his neck dude yeah he did <laughs> yes uh but yeah number two uh on a bunch of best hero is big daddy i mean he look it's nick cage we love nick cage he was a complete badass in that just this very underrated performance but the best hero uh i think because of character development, character growth, the fact that he had no superpowers, but he did tons of cool stuff. He was very selfless. He took on like some of the worst people in the galaxy without powers and still successful. I went with Star-Lord. Just oh. he was funny, charismatic, 
like I said, selfless. He almost he killed him. Well, he almost killed himself to save Gamora. He was very quick on his feet uh, with the, uh, you know, getting uh, Yondu to come and save him, and then switching the the, the thing to uh, what was it, the Infinity Stone, and then took out one of your top villains, Ronan, by just dancing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Star Lord, best hero. Yeah, Golden Tapey. Yeah, the Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, well deserved. You gave your Golden Tapey for best hero to an actor named Chris. I'm also giving my Golden Tapey to an actor named Chris for Steve Rogers in Winter Soldier. That man, oof. And honestly, you can make an argument for First Avenger as well. Because, I mean, that's a similar, you know, to a Star-Lord situation where, like, okay, this guy got the sol- the super soldier serum just out of bravery alone, just out of valor alone. Like, this guy is a hero's hero. Like, he is the whitest of white meat baby faces. You, you talk about heroes, Captain America, that is a hero right there. Steve Rogers, best hero. Can't argue. Can't argue. Yeah. Honorable mention to Batman. Yeah, of course. For sure. And uh, let's see here. Hit girl. Give sure. Some love, give some love to the females. You know, she was great. Yeah. 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 Um, trying to see if I'm missing anyone. Just scoping out everything. Um, somehow we avoided giving Lone Ranger any awards of negativity, which. Uh, I would say most inappropriate casting of a Native American. It would win that. <laughs> well, would you consider the fact that Johnny Depp is white? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that movie really shit the bed. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. See, here's my thing. My my thing. My thing, because there was a. Um, Oh God, who was it? It was um, I can't remember. Someone recently. Oh no, I know. It was the uh, the Little Mermaid. I, mean, I think we talked about this. Like, oh, they cast the black girl to play the Little Mermaid. Mermaids aren't real, so I don't care. Yeah. And it's like if you cast a black guy to play President Lincoln or JFK or George Washington, it's like, well, that's strange. That doesn't make any sense. Um. Now, Tonto is not real, but he is a Native American character, so you could just cast a Native American character. Um, but, like, wasn't it Tom Hanks who was like, oh, I would never play a gay man anymore because I'm not gay? It's like, but gay is not a nationality. That's different. <laughs> no. You're no, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's my take. I think straight men can be, play gay people. Gay people can play gay people or straight people. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But uh, dude, Neil Patrick Harris. Dude, Neil Patrick Harris is iconic for playing uh, I met Barney Stinson. <laughs> Barney Stinson, a womanizer, and he's gay. Yeah, I, I yeah, the sexuality stuff is is fine. Um, yeah. But uh, I think if you know someone is of a certain nationality, cast that person. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, mentioned it last week, Next but I'll week. mention it again. 2015. Yeah. Just three movies. Yeah. But, uh, we got uh, Fire Up hey, Disney Plus. 
Yeah, fire up Disney Plus for all three of these. But next week Actually, specifically, yeah, you're we'll, right. <laughs> we will be reviewing Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. Ant Man, and the the Fantastic Four from 2015. Yes. Not to be confused with the other one. Yeah, no, Fan Four Stick, if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. So that's just 2015, but uh, I, something tells me. Well, let me see. How many movies did you say we had for uh, for this review period? Uh, this one we just did. Yeah, yeah. The one we the one we just did was 32. This is like 35, I think. It's actually not that far off from. It's 36 movies will be the next Golden Capies. Yeah. So, a little so, yeah, more. In 2019, so... Which just goes to show you, even though 2015 only had three movies, uh, the rest of the years, really, uh, especially 2018 and 19... Yes. God, especially 19, just looking at it. <laughs> they, uh, they really beefed up their, their quantities there. Hollywood caught on. At all and these superhero movies they tend to make a lot of money let's do something yeah. with that absolutely yeah folks I, kicking it off with event an avengers i like that i kind of like that getting the next phase of the podcast kicked off with an avengers yeah for sure doing it, doing it big yeah doing it doggy style um mm-hmm. yeah Hey, guys, we've been doing this for 130-plus weeks, and we're going to keep on doing it. To quote Steve Rogers, I can do this all day. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's alright. Good luck.